Welcome to the Money, Sex, Business and Awakening podcast. I'm Alex Harvey and I'm a money and personal empowerment coach. My podcast is here to support you to create your financial prosperity, do your purpose work in the world and self-actualize. I am here to share with you what I've learned over the past 10 years that I think every woman should know about accessing your deep power through your sexual life force energy and relationship to money because it's truly mind-blowing and only taboo to keep you small. I blend together the latest in neuroscience and practical strategies, as well as teachings and principles from ancient traditions such as Tantra, Taoism, and alchemy. Thank you so much for joining me, and I can't wait to see you in the show. Welcome to this episode, gorgeous. I am excited that you're here because today I have got a very special treat for you. In today's episode, I am interviewing the one and only Stephanie Rose Freeman. If you don't already know this amazing woman, you're about to get to know her because she is an absolute powerhouse. So Steph is actually a past client of mine. She did my past money course, The Wealthworthy Journey, uh, I think a couple of times and also the mastermind that I ran. And she has really, since she first started the work, just gone from strength to strength in terms of actually changing her financial reality and going from being a struggling artist to now a six-figure business owner, completely making all her money off her art and creativity. She's just amazing. So I really wanted to get her on the podcast to share with you about her story and what were the things that made a really big difference and how did she make those shifts and what ha- what has been the biggest challenge for her? Anyway, that's all I'm going to share for now. So let's jump into this episode. Hello, Steph, and welcome to the podcast. I am so excited, as I've already told you, to have you here and to share your story with my audience. Yes. Thank you for having me. I'm excited too. Yes. Mm. So, for those of you that don't know Stephanie Rose Freeman already, I will read out her bio, but just to give a bit of context to this conversation, Steph is a past client of mine and she has just, you know, had such radical transformation, taken the work and run with it and carved such an amazing path for herself that I think is so inspiring that I want to share it with you guys here today. Uh, but all the official credentials. So Stephanie Rose Friedman is an artist, online course creator, artist mentor, and creative guide working within the realms of transformational art, magical creativity, and self-development. She's passionate about opening people up to their innate creativity and to the life of their dreams sometimes both at the same time. (laughs) She's a firm believer in artists being wealthy and is carving a path of inspiration into the boss-ass wealthy AF art witch of her dreams so that others know that it's possible and can follow in her footsteps. Yes. Oh, my God. So amazing. Uh, I also just want to add to that that Steph is a fucking amazing artist like go and check out her paintings and her art it's just I can't even imagine how you can paint that well (laughs) (laughs) thank you um but so I want to start us off you know you haven't always been a wealthy as fuck artist so tell Mm -hmm. us 
Um, how did you actually first start making money from your art and what were you selling? Mm. What was I first selling? I, I mean, the very first like way that I ever made money from my art was selling like commissions and selling, you know, that was just to my family or to like people around me, or even I remember being at school and like, I don't know if I would sell them, but I would do drawings for people. I don't know if I was selling them, but yeah, later on I would sell like commissions, like really, really cheap to people around me. And then I then went and made, I started making all this polymer clay jewelry and I used to make this clay jewelry. It was really like super psychedelic and it was very like that, that festival scene, like it was really for those types of people. And they loved it. Like it was, it was very, like, it was very unique. It was very, it was quite weird and it was quite psychedelic and full of crystals and stuff. And people loved it. Um, but also, you know, making, making things physically like that, there's only so many you can make, right? And I just turned into like a bit of a factory, a little personal factory of making this stuff. And honestly, like I didn't make that much money off of it, um, but it was a cool experience, you know, it was a cool experience to like, you know, live, fly by the seat of my pants and, you know, run up and down the East Coast of Australia, East Coast, yeah, East Coast of Australia and like go to markets and sell it at festivals and like just have that be the thing that supported me. But it was also pretty intense. Like it was pretty, um, it was pretty hard on my nervous system to be in that level of flying by the seat of my pants. Um, and then, Oh, then what happened? And then I went to Tassie for a while and I made while I was down there. I was trying to get a laptop, and because I, I just I had a little MacBook Air, and it could it didn't like I couldn't make I couldn't use Photoshop. Like it wouldn't it was not up to speed with what I needed, and so I made all these um like mandala paintings to sell to to get this laptop. So I started making those. Didn't sell all of them. Didn't get the laptop through that, but that was another thing. And then I just started painting and started like making my own body of work. And then I started selling prints. Um, and that was when things started to kind of take off was when I started, you know, making really powerful work and making prints of that work and selling it online. Um, that was also while I was working with you was when that started like really, really taking off, had the biggest month I'd ever had. And I was like, Oh my God, it's a thing. It's possible. Um, and then I started making online courses, painting courses and how to make Instagram and all that kind of thing. And now I teach artists how to make money. Um, and so that's another course that I make. Yeah. Yes. Wow. What an amazing journey. <laughs> totally. I haven't actually ever recounted the whole thing like that before. I'm like, yeah, it is amazing. Yes. So mm. when you were getting started, mm. when did when did you start taking it seriously? Mm. I mean, actually kind of what from when I when I did those jewelry. Like I, I honestly like it was very hard on my nervous system because what I did when I when I realized that I wanted to do that was I just quit my job the next day and like that's really like I would not recommend that to anybody listening <laughs> like don't just decide that you're going to be an artist and be like right I'm going to quit my job tomorrow and then I'll just do that that's my <laughs> that's my job now like 
That's really kind of naive and quite hard on my nervous system. Um, glad I did it so I can tell other people not to do it. And also because I learned through doing. Um, but from, from that moment, you know, I was like, I have an Etsy shop and I'm promoting it on social media and I'm taking this seriously and this is what I want to do. And I did like, you know, as I, as I progressed through and started, you know, making paintings and when I was in Tassie and all of that kind of stuff, I did, um, I did have some other jobs, um, on the side as well. Um, but I was always still taking my art seriously. I was always still building my social media platforms and, you know, making sure I had an online presence and a website and a place for people to buy stuff. And yeah, I mean, it's definitely been gradual. It's definitely been gradual. And something that I now through working with artists that are like at the beginning, like, I can see how much it's like, wow, like there's, I want to be here, but I'm here. And there's so much work between here and there. And there really is like, it is, it's a long game and it's a long path. Um, But sitting actually at the, I'm not going to say at the other end because I'm barely getting started, but at like a, a space where I'm like leveled up quite a few levels, I look at, I look back at that and I'm like, yeah, like that part, that part is part of the journey. Like that part of like not knowing and, you know, being in like kind of how, how do I, how do I do this? Like how, how do I make this happen? That's part of it too. Um, as much as when you're there, it's like, fuck this. I just want to be there. I want to be three steps ahead. Um, but then when you get to three steps ahead it's like all the more sweet totally and I think that's some you know I think there's kind of two things that can happen when you're getting started with a creative business or you know something that feels like what your soul wants to express is that there can be on the one hand feeling like it's not possible this is never going to work for me it's a pipe dream but then there can also be on the other hand like I I should be able to get instantly three <laughs> steps ahead. Like what you're saying, like I should, yeah. I should be able to be there already. What's wrong with me that I'm not yes. there already and not wanting to just be where you are. And yeah. I think that actually slows people down a lot mm. is not being where you are and, and almost trying to do the things that you would do when you're three steps ahead, rather than just how do you get something off the ground? Yeah. Totally. Cause like when you think about like even the wording of getting something off the ground, like think about like a rocket or a plane or something like it requires a lot of energy to get something off the ground. And once you're off the ground, you can fucking like fly like a, you know, um, thinking about like, you know, a plane when they turn their engine off and they just glide, you know, you're off the ground. It takes a lot less effort. And it, it really is like, it's, it's that getting it off the ground takes time and energy. Um, and, and, commitment to and that's another thing that I see in particularly people who follow me not so much people who are actually like um, my students but just people who follow me there's like a real like I don't want to do it I don't want to do the work I just want to be there Um, and I think at some point we have to like get comfortable with the fact that we are going to have to do something for it yeah and I don't want to put into people's mind that it has to be hard and it has to be a slog but I'm just going to say it requires energy Yeah, I totally agree. And I encounter the same thing with a lot of people that I work with. Mm. And I see it almost as like a bit of an ego orientation where you're trying to escape your feeling of 
um, both financial insecurity and then also feeling trapped in working. So you're like, mm. oh, if I can suddenly be really successful and never have to worry about money again and, um, you know, and, and never have to work again and I've got it all set up so that it's all automated, then my life will be sweet. Um, you know, and I think sometimes people can get kind of caught up in that and then lose a bit of the, the purpose you're doing the work for and what you'd love to express and and that you do want to do that work. You do want to share. You do want to express. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Yeah. And I mean, I went through that as well. I went through that. that I, me like, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maybe it's like, maybe it's a part of it. <laughs> it's like ego smackdown of like no bitch sit down like it's it just do your work and it'll come <laughs> yes i yeah. learned what it's really about mm, yeah yeah 100%. so let's just go back for a moment to when mm. you or just before you first did one of my programs the wealthworthy mm. journey the mm. um, money course that i used to run mm. um what was the biggest uh challenge or struggle you were having with money then Mm, it was worthiness. It was worthiness. And all of my, like, I had so many really terrible beliefs about money, about wealthy people, about like, I used to think like money slips through my fingers and rich people are all assholes and, you know, money is evil and all of this stuff. And actually through, pardon me, through doing the work with you, really unpatterned a lot of that, uh, a lot of those beliefs and a lot of those like beliefs about myself that like, I have, I have had so much in my life of beliefs of like being worthless and not, not just not being able to make money, not, um, being worthy of the things that I create, not being worthy of money and all of that. And I just want to like put it out there to anybody who's listening. Like if you have those beliefs, it is possible to change them. Like it's a hundred percent possible to change them. And it, it like, even like looking at where I'm at now, my my financial world is a reflection of those beliefs having changed. It's amazing. Yeah. And what was the hardest part for you then um, going through the course and doing the work um, and kind of going through the transformation? Mm, being really honest with myself. Yeah. I think I'd, I'd like really put my blinkers on and I was just like, I don't want to look at this. I don't want to acknowledge this. I don't even want to look at my bank accounts. I'm too scared. I don't want to know about it. And now I can't get enough of like looking at, you know, looking at my money being like, where do I want to put it? What do I want to do with this? Like, da, 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 da. Um, but it requires such a level of deeply uncomfortable honesty, um, to begin money work, I think. Um, and it's courageous and it's not for the faint hearted and it's a hundred thousand percent worth it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, totally. Um, something else I was thinking coming into this conversation that I'd also like to talk about is the value of investing in yourself and in mm. mentors. Mm -hmm. um, and so, like, I'm curious, where do you think, you know, you'd be today if you hadn't invested in mentors or in help to kind of get you past those different points? Mm, I would be chasing my tail. I would be chasing my tail and wondering why it wasn't working. 
A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I feel like other people, <clears throat> pardon me, at, other, at some point, other people can see us better than we can see ourselves. And other people can guide us at sometimes better than we can guide ourselves. Uh, not to say that we don't have deeply powerful internal guidance systems, but like having, having people who are a few steps ahead and, you know, I've got mentors for so many different things. I've invested in so many different, like painting, business, sales, um, just like business and life as a whole, um, making courses, making funnels, like so many different people for so many different things. And when you find out, find those people that you resonate with, that's, I think that's the most important part is that you find people that you resonate with. And you follow and that are two steps ahead or maybe a few more, um, even one, like one to 10 steps ahead of you, you know, they're going to help you get to where they are because they can see more than you can. They can see what you're doing and yet they like, yeah, just do this. Just do this. This will work. And from our like limited perspective of where we are, we're like, huh? Like, really? And they're like, yeah, just do this. It'll work. And then you do it and then it works. And you're like, oh, oh, that was worth the X amount thousands dollar investment that I just made because I've just made like 10 times as much because of their advice. Um, yeah. Invaluable. Invaluable. I love investing in mentors. <laughs> yes. You know, I yeah. love what you just said because I feel like what it really speaks to is they help take you out of your belief set, like your mm. current, your current experience and show you a possibility that you might not have been seeing for yourself. No, hundred percent. And what a gift now for me to be able to do that for artists. Cause I yes. like, like I have, you know, I've got business students and I've got painting students, but I've just finished a business course with uh, like 200 people, which is just mental to me. And just to see the, the kind of transformation that, those people had in business, but also in their lives, just in their ability to show up in the world. Like that's amazing to be able to pass the baton, you know, from my mentors through me to these people who maybe I'm the first person that they've ever invested in themselves through. And for me to be able to create such a massive shift in their life, it's so amazing. Like it's so humbling. Like what? We get to do that? Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's like, you know, when when you do go through the work for yourself, you know, whatever area, but here we're talking mm. particularly like changing your relationship to money and your financial mm -hmm. reality, it is a service to others. Like before oh you God, even 100%. ran that course, that it was such a service to others. You've inspired so many people mm -hmm. with your journey. Like if you weren't so present on social media, you would have just inspired all of the people in your life basically. Mm -hmm. And then you also do um, show up on social media and have a big social media following. And mm. so, you know, it just, it's a ripple effect and, oh, um, you know, and now running that course as well, just how many lives you've changed. Um, yeah. It's amazing, it's amazing how the whole process works. Oh, it really is. It gives me goosebumps just thinking about it. Like, and sometimes, you know, I'm, I'm human just like everybody. And sometimes I get caught up in my own shit. And all I have to do is like, just look at the testimonials that people have written or just like random screenshots of people being like, you just changed my life or um, this course has put me on a totally different trajectory or just the way that you show up on social media lights up my day or anything like that. And I'm like, 
like shush monkey mind like shush it's fine you're doing your work you're doing what you're meant to be doing like shut up and just and just be here and just do it yeah yes totally so if we just go back to so that first time you did the wealth worthy journey Mm, what what changed for you through it And we also, I also didn't answer your question what I, what I was like before it. I feel like you asked me that before. Maybe. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I'm going to answer both. Okay, great. <laughs> so before doing it, I was, oh no, I did. Oh, fuck it. I'm going to do it again. I was like completely unstable, financially unstable was the word that I would describe it. Um, I was, um, yeah, I had an inability to hold money. I had an inability to look at or work with or be comfortable with or around or talking about or anything about money. I was in such a state, to be honest. And looking back, I'm like, yeah, like that's part of it. At the time, I was like, this is fucked. I, I cannot stand being here. And then afterwards, during and afterwards, I had such a like like a more of a confidence with my ability to manage and save and make and you know be be around and call in the energy of money and the physical money and you know it, it also you know after I think is it six weeks eight weeks I can't remember six. What it was six weeks. So, you know, only so much transformation can happen in six weeks, but the, the, it is, again, it's a snowball effect. Like after the afterwards, it's like, it just gets more, I got more and more and more comfortable and I made more and more and more and I was able to save more and more and more. And I remember like, you know, probably I'm pretty sure we finished up in, was it 2018? I think it was 2018. Yeah, I think the Wealthworthy journey you did was at the end of 2018. At the end of 2018, yeah. And then I remember being in like mid-2019 and I'd saved up like $4,000 to buy a laptop and I like had screenshotted that in my account and I'd be like, my account has never had $4,000 in it ever, ever in my life. I've never, ever had this much money. And actually maybe previously when I was like in travel mode, I'd had that much money, but like in my current like iteration of myself, I'd never had that much money. And just to be able to be like, wow, like I can, I am able to do this. I'm able to save. I'm able to manage money. I'm able to look at my bank account without freaking out. I'm able to like think about savings and think about paying back debt and think about like just, just to be able to be really intimate with it and to be able to be super clear and super on the same level and not be like, not have my blinkers on and not be hiding from it. Um, and it just snowballed and it just snowballed and snowballed and snowballed. It's like exponential now. Um, if you see my Stripe account, like it's, it's like a, it's like a, from like 2019, I think I opened my Stripe account. It's like an exponential curve. (laughs) It's amazing. It's amazing that that kind of growth like can, can do so much on such a, you know, it's not just six weeks, you know, and I I say this to my students too. Like it's not just six weeks. It's like you learn and you have a really big acceleration and then it's what you do afterwards. And then that is what it's going to completely like, yeah, exponentially accelerate you. Yes. Just all those changes in how you perceive a situation, come at mm. a situation, um, you know, use a system, then the snowballs of using the system mm. and um, all adding up. So yeah, I think that's a really great illustration. So then how did you move from 
um, having part-time work to going full-time in your business? Um, it wasn't really a conscious thing, to be honest. It just kind of happened. Just kind of happened at the right time. I mean, well, the first time, like I said before, I just quit my job straight away and jumped off into the abyss and suffered. My nervous system suffered as a result. I mean, I, it was fine. I had a good experience. I had a um, very intense few years um, of life experience, but it was very hard on my system. And then in, I think it was 2019. Yeah. In 2019, I got glandular fever. Um, also known, I don't know where your listeners are from, but also known as Epstein-Barr virus, also known as mono. Um, and that knocked me right out. Um, and I had to, you know, to, to save my system from overload because I was just so exhausted and bedridden most of the time. I was like bedridden for like three months. It was crazy to save my system from needed from being in that unsecured insecurity of um running your own business and being in the fledgling stages of running your own business i got a job and that job i, I did like three days two or three days a week um just to kind of to, just to pay my rent and food just so i could like rest and i could heal um and slowly slowly you know i started getting I started getting better I mean it took it took like two years to get better from I'm only just like in the last probably eight months just coming out of it now in 2021 um but I remember there was a there was a point in time in this in this last job that I had and I I, I certainly wasn't like, <clears throat> pardon me, I certainly wasn't like at a space where I was like well, um, like from the virus, but I just, I just kept on getting less and less shifts because I kept on having to call in and be like, I'm, I'm sorry, I, I'm, I'm too tired. I'm too sick to come into work. And so they kept on giving me less and less shifts because they were like, they were like understanding, but they were also like, we have a business to run, you know, like we need someone who we can count on. And funnily enough, at that time that they were, you know, giving me less shifts and less and less and eventually none, my business started taking off just at the, at the same time. It just kind of like magically, like think about levers, like one lever went down and the other lever went up and the one that went up was my business. And from then I've just been working for myself and really amazingly, you know, now my, my own business has helped me you know, heal from glandular fever, paid for really pricey naturopath, acupuncture, like all of the, all of the things that are required to heal from something like that. And it's really, it's really nice to see that, that, you know, that, that, um, has, has paid for itself. <laughs> yeah. Totally. I think, um, you know, that's really inspiring to hear how, the shift happened gradually mm. and naturally, um, but mm. also how you supported yourself to do the work that you love, to be able to be in that creative state until mm. that did support you. Yeah, that's definitely like I would recommend that 100% over just like jumping off and being like, right, I'm going to be an artist now. Like <laughs> it's very intense. And after doing both, I mean, I'm such a learning through doing person and I learn through doing so, I, so that I can assist others so that I can teach others from my experience. 
But from from both of those experiences, the second one is better. The having a job and doing your business as a, on the side, like or having the job as the side thing and doing your business, you know, that is so much better on the nervous system. <laughs> Yes. You know, I just did an interview with Rosie Rees and we had the exact same conversation as well of keeping a part-time job until your business supports you. Don't squash it. No, a hundred percent. Because it can, it can squash it. And it it comes back to that energy thing again, like, you know, getting the plane off the ground, you know, that that kind of energy that's required can can like squash it if you if you don't have other foundational pieces in place yeah yes so what would you say overall has been the biggest challenge for you um growing your business to where it is now um i think since I started talking about artists making money, there's been a lot more people with a lot more opinions coming at me on the internet. And I think that just comes with growing your following and having more of a reach and, you know, being on TikTok as well. Like TikTok's algorithm shows your stuff to anybody. Like it's not just people who follow you who see your things. It's like any random person on TikTok if the algorithm decides that they should see it and they see it. So things get seen by a lot of people with a lot of different opinions and people like sharing their opinions on the internet rather than looking at themselves and wondering why they have those opinions. Um, So there's a lot more projection and there's a lot more like people, you know, making me out to be the bad guy because I'm talking about artists making money or, you know, making me out to be the bad guy as like a salesman or, you know, all, all of the projections from people um, on the internet and they used to really fuck with me. Like they really like, Oh my God. They used to even, even as, as soon as soon as not the right word as I can't most recent. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> even as recently as like 12 months ago, you know, like that, they, those kind of comments used to floor me and I would take them to my therapist and we would work through it. And through doing that, I've become so much more resilient. Like, and now I don't give a shit, you know, if people want to say what they want, like, I'm, I'm like, okay, whatever. Like it doesn't bother me. It's your thing. It's fine. Um, but those kind of comments, they used to pierce through and they used to really hurt. Um, even to the point where one that I got, like mid mid last year, which was kind of like the catalyst for going to see a therapist about this stuff. Um, it just floored me for like four days. And I was just in this like total chaos space for like four days, just after this comment from somebody online and it just like hit me, it hit a nerve. Um, and I think that's the biggest thing that I've had to like overcome. And it's cool to be in a place now of like totally overcoming it and being like, I don't care. Like say, say like say what you need to. And I know it's about you, not about me. Um, All people coming at me with like all the things, all the things you're a salesman, you're a hustler. You're, you're, you're not telling the truth, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, whatever. I don't care. You know, and also talking about just money just being such a taboo topic oh, to yeah. talk about. And totally. It's so sad that that happens. Mm-hmm. And I I imagine like 
so working, having to work through that, did that, Mm -hmm. was that in a way actually having to work through more money stuff because you worked through the, you know, the, the fear of any of those things being true or people Mm -hmm. thinking those things about you or something like that? A hundred percent. Actually, it reminds me when I, when I was in the wealth, wealth worthy journey doing like all the unpacking of my beliefs, one of the big ones, really, really big beliefs that I had was if I start making money, people are going to hate me and I would prefer not to be hated. So I'll just keep myself small. And now like, I mean, being hated is not nice, but it's kind of inevitable, you know, at this, you know, at the level that I'm currently playing at and also going for, like, it's kind of inevitable that people are going to hate you for no reason, just because you represent something to them that they don't want to look at in themselves. And, you know, I've been on the other side of that too. You know, I've been on the, I've been on the side where I've hated somebody for what they represented because I didn't want to own that part of me in myself and worked through that and been like, Oh, they just represent an unowned part of me. Um, so it gives me a lot more compassion for the people who like come at me on the internet. I'm just like, yeah, cool. I can see what's happening and I'm not going to let it touch me. It's fine. So right at the beginning or not necessarily right at the beginning, but through Mm. your journey, Mm. you know, having a fear that people are going to hate you for making Mm -hmm. lots of money. Mm. What, um, what helped you to take action in spite of that? Mm. I don't know. Let me think. Mm. I actually don't really know. I think I just, I think my, my thing was like, well, I would rather, I would rather take action on it and, like see I would rather take action on and have the experience and see what actually happens not what I'm thinking is going to happen and to be fair like you know only only in the last like 12 months has that been happening you know I used to make erotic art and nowhere near as many people like barely anybody would come at me and now I start talking about money people come at me so um, interesting it is isn't it <laughs> It is. And now it's funny too, because now I don't give as much of a shit about it, about people coming at me or about being hated for being wealthy or hated for having money or hated for having a successful business or any, or any no reason at all or whatever. Now I don't care about it. It doesn't really happen anymore. Like I'm not, I'm not like pulling that towards me through my fear of it. I'm just like, yeah, cool. Whatever. Like that's happening. It doesn't touch me anymore. It's amazing. It's amazing to see how much we can change in like through doing the work. Like nothing is actually set in stone. Our beliefs are really not set in stone. They're totally possible to be changed. And like our reactions to things are totally possible to be changed. It's really great. Yes. Such an inspiring story of that. Mm. So I'd love to know what advice would you give yourself back at the start of your journey as an artist and making money from your art? Mm. I would definitely, it's hard to say because I like look at my path and I'm like, that's, that was my path, you know? Um, but I would say, don't quit that job. Like don't quit that first job. Just go slowly. I think that would have been a lot easier on my system. Um, but other than that, 
It's really hard to say because I really like, I really honor the journey that I took and I, I'm just like, yeah, that was part of it. Yeah, that was part of it. I learned a lot from this and that and this and that. Um, but I guess to anyone else who was about to like embark on that, I would tell them to follow their intuition. You know, I would tell them to follow what their inner part of themselves is telling them to do. Yeah. That's like, I mean, that's the only, that's the only way. Yes. I love that. Uh, yeah, I think, I think that's, you know, when, when you do really get going on the path, even if it's kind of going all over the place, um, or you keep going off track, it is, you know, it's that intuition that keeps pulling you on it and saying, no, Mm. keep going this way. Go this way. Yeah, totally. Totally. And those like, those intuitive hits, are the whole reason why I have a successful business, you know, it's like those intuitive, okay, actually there's two parts, those intuitive hits and working on all of my money and success stories Mm. that combined together is a recipe for success. It's like, if you can listen to those voices that are like, I think you should make an online course, you know, (laughs) that, that voice like is what it was saying to me, like you should start teaching. And as soon as I started doing that, it was like, here you go. Here's the rewards for following your intuition. Yeah. I love that. And Mm. I love that sum up. So thank you for Mm. sharing that. Yes. So I know that you have written a book. Can you tell us a bit about it and where people can get it? (laughs) Yes. So it's called Thriving Artist and it's a book. It's called Thriving Artist, a book to set you free. And it's, I mean, honestly, I haven't reread it for a while, so I can't remember what's in it. (laughs) But people always message me and tell them, tell me that it's changed their life. So (laughs) funny. Um, It's, it's directed at artists and creatives and, you know, it's got a lot of mindsets. Oh, here we go. It's all coming back. It's got mindset stuff. It's got a mindset section and it's also got a like really practical kind of advice section in it. Um, Cause you know, part of it is mindset and part of it is taking action. And I I don't like to discount that mindset is a really big part of it. You know, there's a lot of like very um, um, linear kind of teachers that are like, you just have to do this. And it's like, yeah, but if your mindset sucks, you're not going to actually be able to do all those things that they're telling you to do, right? So, yeah, you like come up against yourself, self-sabotage, all the things. So, it's it's a book that has both of those pieces in it and a book that I constantly get messages, emails, all the things from people being like, wow, this has really changed my life. I got one the other day from a lady that – I I actually want to read it because it's so beautiful. It was a lady that bought it for her mum. It's very recent. Here we go. Bought your book for my mum. She's an artist at heart and has many talents, but she's been stuck in life for a while. Poverty and health issues slash limited beliefs. When I told her she could, she should make, she could make a poetry ebook to make money instead of just waiting for government assistance. She lit up and was inspired. She's 65 and I think she really desires to share her wisdom and artistic expression and the idea of being able to make money while doing it is very empowering. Thanks for your simple and joyful transmissions. So it's like people from all ages. It's really amazing. Yes. 
Yeah. How beautiful and what a what a gift to be sharing that. Ah, oh, it's so amazing. It's amazing. People can find that on your website, can they? Yeah, it's on my website and it's also in the link in my Insta and TikTok bio. Um, I think it's the first one in my little link tree thing. Um, yeah. Or you Great. may get an ad ad that pops up. Yes. <laughs> <Insta ad. laughs> uh, and it's also the link for it will be in the show notes of this podcast as well. Great. So definitely awesome. recommend going to check that out. Yeah, and then it's only where, $4.99 too. Oh, no brainer. It's a steal. Yeah. Such a no brainer. So where can people find you online? So I'm at stephanie.rose.freeman on Insta and TikTok and I'm stephanierosefreeman.com and I'm also inspiredartistacademy.com. That's my online school. Amazing. Definitely recommend that you go check out Steph or go follow Steph on Instagram and TikTok. You are amazing on both of them. Yes. Lots of free advice on there too. Yeah. yeah. So thank you so much for coming on today and sharing your Yay! story so openly and candidly. I'm sure, you know, everyone that's listened to this episode has got so much from it. So many little ahas, mm. um, you know, just hearing someone's journey. I think it's one of the most p- empowering mm. things we can do is, is hear mm. stories from others and how they've been able to achieve something. So I really mm. appreciate it. Mm, 100%. Thank you so much for having me. It's always so great to like share with the intention of uplifting and inspiring and yeah, sharing, sharing, the, sharing the journey. Yeah. Yes. Thank you, Steph. Thank you. Wow. Isn't she amazing? I told you, you were going to absolutely love this episode. So if you're still here listening, I would love to invite you to take a screenshot of this episode and share it to your Instagram stories and let both Steph and I know what was your biggest takeaway from this episode. So you can tag both of us on Instagram. And also, if you have enjoyed this podcast episode, do consider subscribing for more episodes just like this. Super juicy stuff dropping for you every week all around money, sex, business, and awakening, living your true nature and purpose. And a final update that I wanted to share with you that I told you I was going to be sharing in the last episode is that I am going to be running a free money course course. Sorry, guys, I'm going to be running a money course, but I'm going to be running a free money class coming up. It is going to be exactly a week after this podcast is released. So the class is on the 7th of September at 7 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time, and there will be a replay. You don't even know what the class is about yet. The class is called How to Change Your Relationship with Money so that you can earn more, save more, and build your wealth doing what you fucking love. And even if you're not sure what it is that you love yet, you are going to benefit from this class. So if you would love to come to that, you can come absolutely for free. There is a link in the episode description where you can click and put in your name and email and reserve your seat. Otherwise, the URL is go.alexisharvey.com forward slash free dash money dash class. And I hope to see you there. There's going to be so much value in this class. We're also going to be doing an exercise to get to the core of one, like the one main thing that's holding you back right now, which 
I mean, that might not sound exciting to you, but I think that's pretty exciting and very empowering. So I invite you to come along to this class, share it with your friends. If you've got any friends that you think would also enjoy it and we're basically going to have a lot of fun together and also learn some really good stuff. All right. Sending you lots of love and I can't wait to see you in the next episode and hopefully at how to change your relationship with money, my free online class on the 7th of September. All right. Lots of love. Mwah.